Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. We live in a culture and a time where people strive to become wealthy. They strive to make more, to get more, and to acquire more wealth. Yet, the Bible paints a clear picture of the deceitfulness of wealth. In this episode, I will describe three ways that wealth is deceitful. Our theme verse comes from Matthew 13.22, which says, And the one on whom seed was sown among the thorns, this is the man who hears the word, and the worry of the world, and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. These words were spoken by our Lord Jesus. In this verse, Jesus provided an explanation for the parable of the sower, which began in Matthew 13.3. In this parable, he spoke of a sower who sowed some seeds. The seed represents the hearing of the word of God, and the parable depicts the different situations of people that receive the word. Some seeds fall beside the road and are eaten by the birds. Other seeds fall in rocky places where there was no soil. Other seeds fall among thorns, and the thorns come up and choke the seeds out. Jesus therefore explains in Matthew 13:22 that for some, the deceitfulness of wealth chokes the word, so the word becomes unfruitful. The first point is that wealth is deceitful because it spiritually suffocates you. When we talk plants, thorns are used as a defense or a physical barrier to prevent intruders from disrupting the plant. Jesus describes the deceitfulness of wealth as a type of thorn. So what he is conveying in Matthew 13.22 is that wealth may deceive a person into thinking they are naturally secure, but this is all a trick. Why? Because while wealth may provide temporary natural security, it also erects thorns that prevents the planting of the word of God. Literally, the thorn views the spiritual seed as an intruder and then acts to choke the seed. Wealth may supply the person with material provisions, but it also deceitfully cuts them off from God's provisions. The active thorns that choke spiritually suffocate the person. The result is that they have no divine air to breathe and no breath of inspiration from the Holy Spirit. Deceitful wealth that spiritually suffocates is very easily validated by reality. Many in the modern world think that because they have money, the world is theirs. They think that because they have more purchasing power than most, they are innately superior. This breeds what God hates, a prideful heart. This wealth can also breed a disdain for others and can animate treating other people like objects. All of these false perceptions can be the result of wealth, and with all that natural security, why would a person change? Exaltation of self is the opposite of exaltation of God. Hence, wealth is deceitful because although it may naturally profit you, it can spiritually suffocate you. The second point is that wealth is deceitful because it is inherently dangerous. Make no mistake, there is nothing inherently wrong with wealth. 1 Timothy 6.10 does not say that money is the root of all sorts of evil. 1 Timothy 6.10 does say that the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. That verse also says that many have longed for money and as a result wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. You have to wonder if that piercing was with a thorn. 
So again, there is nothing inherently wrong with wealth because being wealthy is not a sin. Just ask Father Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Solomon, and Job. But although wealth is not inherently wrong, it is inherently dangerous. Why? Because it can produce thorns that choke the word. Wealth can persuade you that you don't need God's word because you can do so much with your wealth in the present. Wealth is inherently dangerous because it is an object of covetousness. Part of the reason, then, why the wealthy exist is to test the poor. The poor may desire to be wealthy, but may also fail to understand that wealth is inherently dangerous. Wealth may actually be a temptation for idolatry that many people may not be equipped to endure without falling away. The third point is that wealth is deceitful because it may actually make you poor and unfruitful. In Matthew 13.23, the text says, And the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and brings forth, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Here, Jesus makes a contrast to the preceding verse. He contrasts the fruitfulness of the seed with the unfruitfulness of the seed that is choked by thorns. As long as there is a good soil of understanding, the spiritual seed of the word is always fruitful, sometimes a hundredfold, sometimes sixty, and sometimes thirtyfold. The point is that the seed is guaranteed to be fruitful. The only question is, how much? And what does Jesus say about a seed that is choked by the thorn of the deceitfulness of wealth? That it becomes unfruitful. So, while a person may have strived and labored for material riches, in the process, they became spiritually poor, which manifests as unfruitfulness. This is the ultimate bait-and-switch. Wealth is deceitful, because it may actually make you spiritually poor and unfruitful. There are many worries of the world, and worrying about wealth is just only one example. Real life validates that people can push God's word aside for many reasons, including family, scheduling, time, business, work, or mere indifference. In the modern age, thorns come in many different shapes and sizes, but the end result is the same. They choke the word and inhibit the spiritual seed of truth from taking root and bearing fruit. This now prompts us all to reflect on our own relationship with God. Are there any thorns in our garden? Are there threatening competitors that seek to choke the spiritual seed? Is there any root that is defending itself against the planting of the good seed? Then let us act with haste and pull up such roots so the word of God may be planted, grow, and flourish in our lives so there is no room left for anything else. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.